is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Concerts the bottom line. The Stone Cold Simpson. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, some man! Welcome to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Whoa! They got the whole crew back. Yes, sir. Look out, yes, world. Ready to kick the door down in 2022, huh? Absolutely. We're glad to have you back, Josh. I mean, if... Uh, me and Lyle held out pretty good while you were gone. I saw it. Trust me. You guys did a really great job. I came on right before Christmas. Um, I, the, the biggest thing I want to know before we get to our guests and we get to all the stuff, I want to know, is now is Speedy going to stay on with us this year as producer? Like, that's my resolution? Or is he going to like still vanish? He- I'm still you? here. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm going to vanish off the camera once you guys start, but I'm still oh, here see, for see now. I'm, like, I'm still now to wish you guys Happy New Year as well. Oh, well, Speedy, a happy new year to you too as well, man. I saw your guys show yesterday. I see Lyle's fixing things going on over there. Um, <laughs> uh, not, not, not a happy new year so far for his, uh, for his background. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, were you having, a, I mean, that thing's coming down. <laughs> it probably had a little too much to drink. Oh man. Um, you know, but listen, like I said, I'm so glad to be back. Um, we have an unbelievable show tonight. We got so much from Wrestle Kingdom to day one, AEW. Uh, we have our special guest that's coming on in a couple of minutes, um, who I, I'll let Lyle introduce her as well. Uh, but, um, you know, first off, I just want to say to all the fans again out there, thank you so much for um, – I'm actually going to lower my screen a little bit. Uh, thank you so much for – I don't know. What, see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like, slapping now. There we go. Like <laughs> – your and Lyle's backgrounds are both having the new year hangovers. Well, I mean, listen, I've been off for like what two months. I'm trying to get myself, you know, my my bearings together. Again. Oh, so yeah. You know, so yours is so, today, so I had to do so, all the. I did. The, I had to use the plow today. I had to do that. So oh. I'm sure, you know, while Alex was, you know, laying in seventy something degree weather in Florida somewhere, you know, Rudy Tootie do with his fruity drinks at Hogan's Beach Shop, probably. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we were all slow. having to do real man's work and shovel snow and it. Well. I mean, Lyle was napping, so I guess you know maybe it was probably just me that's doing the snow plowing and the baby feeding and the you know the <laughs> maybe Lyle fell asleep on his on. background. I had to basically I had to get everything done before five thirty. That was my goal. I said I got to be on at least by five twenty-five. That was my goal, and I said I'm going to do it. I said I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do the dishes, make it you know make Caleb's bottle, feed the animals do all this stuff because Melissa's been working tirelessly all day today. And since she's been home with him, so I'm going to do it all today. And I just got done at five twenty-five until then she started feeding him and I had just missed the boat. So she got to finish feeding him, but she's done an amazing job and I'm glad to be back with you guys, man. It's been a long time, but before we get to everything, first off, happy new year to all of you. Happy, happy new year, year to the fans. Happy new year. Um, first up, of course, we have speedy PD, of course, producing the show is always, always a pleasure to, see him and his wonderful face and see how he's doing. Uh, interesting show last night on sports loud for sure. As mm-hmm. always, uh, 
according to Jeff, I was new to the show, but I wasn't. I just missed the part, you know, because I'm like Jeff, you know, some of us actually have priorities in their lives. But, you know, it is what it is. Got to go around. Alex Lowe is in Florida, man. How you doing? Good, good. I just finished uh, watching Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 the night before. Amazing pay-per-view. Well, thank God you finished it because, God forbid, you didn't finish it. We were not going to be able to say a word about it. Not that loud. I would have listened to it, honestly. (laughs) 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 And, of course, a a guy that just got got over, you know, with COVID and everything like that. But he survived. He's on that list. He survived it. Um, that's why you Didn't should you go out and get the booster. It's kind of important. Uh, Lyle Gillen, how you doing, man? Didn't you have it too? Like, the I, first I did round? not. No, I had it. I had it way back when it first. Yeah, a long time ago. First, first started. First... I had it when it first started. I couldn't breathe when it first started. It was horrible. Like that was like a right. I had the original strain, which was the really bad one before vaccines were even existed for this. You know, so and everything like that. So. Before we get to everything, like I said, we're gonna we'll be on till seven o'clock, leading you up to I believe uh, Speedy Weapons Hot is on tonight. I they should be. They didn't tell me otherwise. So the Weapons Hot will be leading into Weapons Hot at seven o'clock. So we can't wait. Final week of the year for the Jets. Week uh, eight. Week eighteen, right? Week eighteen. Mm-hmm. The extra week. I'm uh, trying to get the used. First, trying to get used to that the first extra week. week. You know, I, I mean, according according to Alex, the Buccaneers smacked the Jets around, but. I don't think a 28-24 win is a smack. Uh, Alex, I don't know what game you were watching, but the number one run defense in football <laughs> got exposed pretty badly in the first half. <laughs> I mean, if, if Michael Carter doesn't get a concussion, who knows what happens in that game? No, nah, I'd rather see I'd rather see uh, Brock Lesnar put uh, Antonio Brown in the Kamara lock. Well, I think a lot of people would like to see somebody put Antonio Brown in a Kamara lock at this point. I'd like to see Antonio Brown check into a center to get some help, possibly, because he might need it. <laughs> um, you know... Everything like that. I made it, and Speedy knows this. I made a very good point about the Vontez Perfect hit yesterday. Yeah, Nobody yeah. thought about that. Nobody. I've heard. It. I've heard it before for like other issues, and again, it's one thing, so it's definitely possible that it related to it. I again, I, I wouldn't judge it as the only thing, but it's definitely Re- something, though. Well, really quick, by the way, Speedy, you said this. You said this to be sport, Johnny Davis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember that name? Yes. Mark comes Watch around. out, Wisconsin. Remember that name when that comes around? He's becoming the best player in college basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Just, it's crazy to think. But and what is still anyway, a load of Big Ten, so that's what I'm saying. Listen, they just beat Purdue on the road. But yeah. Anyway, let's get let's get to our show. Before we do that, we got to tell you how you could download our wonderful app. And I got to get my bearings again to do this all over again. Here's how you do it. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store. You type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. You can check out all of our articles, our show schedules, all of our great content. If there's a clip or a show episode you want to rewatch or re-listen to, you could go on there and check it out. It's all there for you at the tip of your fingers. Check us out, WorldWideSportsRadio.com. It's a wonderful website. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, every single social media platform as well and also check out our funny snapchat sometimes where owl likes to ask speedy ridiculous questions that make everybody around them uncomfortable it gets a little out of hand sometimes but hey it is what sometimes. it is sometimes oh, okay fine i'll say all the time because it is a little weird yeah that's more but like it. is, is our is our guest here now yeah she's been waiting yep. very patiently and i appreciate it um i i feel bad so if lyle wants to introduce her right now because Lyle is the one that reached out to her. So Lyle, if you want to meet yourself and you want to introduce her to the show. I don't know how I got muted, but okay. Um, 
So our guest tonight is Jay Shell from Bodyslam.net. Hi guys. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I'm sorry we made you wait. I haven't been on the show in like two months because I had my son. So I've been like Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I've been like just trying to get my bearings together. And it's just so like weird being it's nice to see the well, I mean, it's nice to see some of the guys on here, not all of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it is it's good to be back and get everything together. First off, how are you doing? How was your how was your New Year and your Christmas and your holidays? And how are you doing with uh, with your family, with the COVID situation and everything like that? Yeah, luckily, I'm great. I'm still in high school, so I'm um, not at school right now. I'm distance learning. I'm supposed to go back on Monday. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, with the new year, it just basically means I'm getting lots of college decisions and stuff like that right now. Um, so, so far, I've gotten into four colleges. I got rejected from one, but I still have 10 more applications that I'm waiting to get back um, so I'm just trying to stay positive. I got all my goals and everything behind me. I'm ready to start Love this it. year. Well, forget the one I awesome. rejected you. They're going to miss out. That's for sure. Are you going <laughs> to do like a whole college game day thing where you like, you, you stand up on stage and you're going to put a hat on and you're going to say, which college am I going to? I'm going to this college and everything. Is that what you're going to do that day? <laughs> um, I'm supposed to do an announcement, um, photo shoot or something like that. My mom planned it for me. She's so excited. I'm the first in my family to go to college. So all of them are super excited well that's great congratulations to, to you as well like that and hopefully and you are you going to be going away or are you going to stay local um i'm probably going to be about an hour away the plan was for me to go to atlanta before but now it's looking like i'm going to be up in boston okay great that's oh, okay. awesome well good like i said i went so i went away to school i enjoyed it very much maybe i enjoyed it a little too much um and everything like that now i'm too old to even be on a campus at this point where i feel like i'm old so for me it's you know whatever what are you going to do but First off, uh, I, I've read some of the stuff with Bodyslam.net. Great stuff, great content, Thank everything you. that you are all doing. I know Lyle was really excited to get you on the show, and I was away when he reached out to you, but I got to read all this, uh, all the stuff on the website and everything like that. It's great information, and I think it's fantastic. And listen, to be a pro wrestling fan right now, it's the best time. I mean, you look at it in this perspective, there's so many options you choose from. I mean, it's kind of frustrating, right, Shell, when you when you – you hear like one company's being, you know, like you can't be a fan of this company. You only can like this company. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm under the impression of, well, I think you can like all options in your eyes, which product do you think right now has really stood out to you the most, especially since COVID has hit and all this stuff. I mean, you know, you're seeing WWE has been interesting because obviously NXT has completely overhauled itself. AEW's tried to do everything they could to keep it going. Yeah. So now they're traveling. New Japan had a really rough year in 2021. Like, which company to you has really stood out, especially even in Ring of Honor, who's disbanded? Yeah, um, I have a wild card answer. I'm going to go GCW for this. Um, I've been oh, covering wow. lots of GCW stuff recently. Yeah, I, I'm super excited by all of their products. Um, the Hammerstein show is going to be great. I'm so excited for that. Um, I'm excited. I'm not going, but my boss is going. Cass is going. I'm going to be at GCW Atlanta, though. And that'll be my first GCW show. And I know that they're going to go off on that show. So I'm super excited for that. Effie's from there. Uh, I talked to AJ Gray and he's so excited to be there. Um, I think they're just turning out lots of great shows and lots of great like pay-per-view shows specifically. And their rate of turning out these great shows is insane. Like every single other week, basically, we're getting these GCW shows and they're so good. They're delivering in the ring. Um, they have unique um, wrestlers over there. Like I really don't think that you're going to see Effie anywhere else. Like Effie is a GCW attraction. So 
I love, love, love the stuff that GCW is doing right now. I mean, really quick, and I'll let Lyle go, then Alex afterwards, but I agree with you 100%. I remember, what did we watch, Lyle, together? We watched the show at Atlantic City, right? The one... Um, um, I think it was Cardona's... Uh, Cardona's debut. Uh, yep. It was Cardona's oh, debut. And that was awesome. I mean, probably my favorite tag team in wrestling today, and these guys know this is now in GCW, and that is the Briscoe Brothers. I think they fit the mold of what... Yeah. And actually, if you didn't see their recent video, it was Mark pretty much calling Jay a celebrity because I forget who slid, who ran into him through a, when Jay was holding. It was Blake Christian. Blake Christian, ran AKA right? Trey, Trey Baxter. Yep. yep. And and Mark said, "You're you're a, you're an attraction now. You're a celebrity because you survived the door hit." I'm just that whole match was so good. If you haven't they, seen that, you should definitely check that out. They definitely fit the mold of what GCW is about. I mean, you're hearing the rumors of them with going to AEW, but it hasn't happened yet. Nobody knows what's going on there, but they got some stuff well, there with FTR. We'll see how that plays out. So I, if Tony Khan was a, a, and he, he can be, is a very smart businessman. I think that that should be objective. Number one is to make FTR, versus the Briscoes, if you could do it at Revolution, I think that would be a very ideal situation to have. I think it would be a great match. I think it would be entertaining because when you look at the two tag teams, they're almost kind of similar in styles, but they're different characters. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it's like where their styles are similar, but their characters are different. You know, one, you know, one is like the old style, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, the Horsemen, or the Brainbusters as they were in WWE, whereas the Briscoes are their own kind of redneck selves where they just do whatever they uh, want to do and they don't give a damn what they do. They don't care what they say. And you know what I'm saying? And, and I remember Lyle and I went to a show in ring of honor at Manhattan mayhem. And it was a Hammerstein. Everybody was rooting for God. Of course they were. Cause it's the bullet club, right? Everybody's rooting yeah. for, I'm probably like Everybody one of the, very few the, for the Briscoes. I'm probably one of the very few that were doing it. And the Briscoes won. You see what I'm saying? It's so like ridiculous. You know, it's like crazy. And to me, I the Briscoes won the match. Um, they're very unique characters. My wife hates them very much. She, oh. she thinks she thinks she, she she thinks she goes. My, if you've ever seen my wife says you've ever seen trash, then there it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I mean, I so I have a Christmas sweater. It's Mark Briscoe. It says, "All I want for Christmas are my three front teeth." And it's Mark smiling with his three front teeth missing. And my wife goes, you have a newborn son. That's really what you're going to, you're going to wear that today. This is what you're going to, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I said, okay, yeah, sure. You know, she doesn't get it, but I'll go on and ask you a question. I just wanted to share that. Um. Okay. So Josh asks you what you're liking right now. Now, what promotion are you not liking to watch right now? Oh God, you're trying to get me in trouble. I just, oh, no, 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 be, it's okay. listen, listen. Really quick, Leo Rush was on our show once. Leo Rush basically exposed everything he possibly could on this show at the time. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> that man is still employed, so I think we're good. Um, <laughs> but if I had to be honest right now, I am not the biggest fan of AW's women's division right now. Um, I run a show basically almost fully about women's wrestling and ADHD divas. And we talk about women's wrestling all the time. And especially what's happened recently with Swole, me and Swole are actually um, pretty close. I, I talk to her I was almost ask you about every that. day. Yeah. yeah um, 
oh Jesus, it, it's kind of hard to support something like that right now. Um, I'm so happy that Jade is now TBS champion. That's a big milestone for the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they actually take that championship and use it in um, the way that we all see it um, as as it could be used. Uh, I think that they're they're smart enough to bring in people like Athena, uh, Tony Storm, um, even Taya Valkyrie if they wanted to. Um, there's definitely some options there. I'm very happy to see Mercedes Martinez. I hope they bring in Megan Bain too. Some people off the indies as well. There's lots of great options. I I'm very hopeful for what AEW can do with their women's division though. Um, I like to be optimistic when it comes to wrestling. I I feel like there's really no point in being pessimistic. Otherwise, why are you watching if you're just going to sit there and be down in the dumps about everything? Um, so I'm really hopeful for their women's division and WWE. I'm not the biggest fan of, um, their women's division either but i'm also hopeful you know i hope we see becky versus Liv versus bianca at mania some triple threat action in the main event i would love to see that i don't know if that's what we're gonna get but i'm just gonna keep my fingers crossed um bianca versus sasha was my match of the year so i know that they can do some good stuff and have some good moments so i'm just really hopeful for them as well fantastic no i i really quick before alex goes i was gonna ask you about the stuff with big swole and everything like that and you're your thoughts on that whole situation and everything like that. Cause it really, you know, again, it is Tony Khan's company. He's allowed to say what he wants and big Swole's allowed to say what she wants, but some people really, he, it got a really high amount of messages and it was not perceived very well in regards to Tony Khan. And some maybe say Tony probably took the, the worst road. He probably could have been saying to what he said, what were you before I was goes like, what were your thoughts on that whole conversation and everything like that? You could say whatever you want. Okay. Um, I, I've said this space. on multiple shows. <laughs> I so when the whole situation happened, I already was I already saw the article with Swole and I had to start sending out tweets already because it's kind of public that I have a relationship with Swole. I released the article when she was released, um, called Dear Big Swole, like Swole. just talking to her, um, trying to get through to her, and that's actually how we um grew a, a relationship. But from there, um, I had a really bad panic attack when it happened. I was super anxious. I was like, I don't know what this means for wrestling, for what's accepted in wrestling, the culture of wrestling in general. Um, If we're seeing the head of a company speak to black women like this and speak to wrestlers in general like this, where is this going to take us for the rest of the year and for the rest of the the wrestling community? Uh, Because I feel like many people will acknowledge Tony Khan as a leader in the industry. And people like to follow leaders and everything like that. So I... I was immediately concerned, and we've seen that stuff play out with Swole. She's receiving um, these hateful messages and even some death threats, it seems like, from when she was um, uh, protesting against um, police brutality. And I'm super concerned for her. Um, I feel like what Tony said um, shines a light on bigger issues within the company um, that may result to like PR and, and press and access to Twitter and things like that. Cause this is not the first time he snapped back at like fans or journalists or anything like that. So I think that's a concern as well, but I feel like what we need to focus on right now is making sure that we're creating safe spaces for these wrestlers, not only when they leave WWE, but also when they leave a company like AEW and want to share their story. Um, Will on Grab City made a perfect um, correlation to like a glass door review or an indeed review, leaving a review for a job. Um, Cause Swole only had constructive criticism to give. There was no negative um, energy that she was trying to put out into the universe when she said what she said. It was just taken the wrong way. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that Tony is learning from the situation. I don't know if that's the case or not, uh, but I hope that 
there is some change coming out of this. And I think Jade winning a belt is a step forward, but it is an issue that there have been no black male challengers to the world title since November of 2019, That's which great. is an issue. And I think only like four, I'm sorry, I have notes over here. Let me see if I can count. One, oh, one black male, one black person in general won on a AEW pay-per-view last year. Like of all really? four pay-per-views, only one person. Wow. Yes. I have the right. That's shocking. It was Scorpio Sky at Revolution. Um, Ricky Starks lost, Scorpio Sky won, double or nothing. Anthony Agogo and Scorpio Sky both lost, not including the Battle Royal. All out on the pre-show, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn both lost. There was no black people on the main, not including the Battle Royal. And on the pre-show, Nyla Rose lost at full gear and Scorpio Sky lost in the um, regular sh um, show. I didn't even realize that. That's that's not a good stat. No, that's, a, that's a terrible stat, actually. I mean, not a dead stat you found. I mean, that's a terrible stat for AEW, and it's just yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I always I always hear people tell me that it's like facts, not feelings, and all of that yeah. uh, BS. So I was like, you want the facts? I'll get up, get out the facts, and the yeah, facts exactly. aren't pretty either. So. Like, and we're right now we're talking to Body Slam Dynamic co-managing editor Jason Nicole Alex. Go for it, man. Yeah, so going off your uh, answer, uh, there's a couple people that I want to see uh, wrestle on AEW Dynamite in particular that are black male wrestlers. Okay, and I like I, where this is going. <laughs> I know these guys because I've worked with them in ACW, WWN, World Wrestling Network, and Tampa Bay Pro. Uh, Sage Scott um, and his tag team partner, uh, Jake St. Patrick. I'd like to see those guys move up to the main roster, have an opportunity to build themselves up for even as wrestlers, but also for their community as well. Yeah, I completely agree. I We even saw Troy Hollywood on AEW Dark. I don't know if you guys watched that, I but I watched that, that I was religiously. absolutely impressed by that. Yes, he was so good. Lots of great prospects out there. I think they probably lost out on a good one in Darius Lockhart. Um, I don't. I don't know where we go with that situation or uh, what Tony's response to that will be. We saw him on Dark Elevation. I feel like they're trying um, to bring in some new people. I don't know if it's going to be some black folks, but I also think they have some great black talent that they could push. Yeah. One person who I will scream about from the rooftops is Ricky Starks. And he's back now. He's ready. He should be in TNT title contention. I think he should take the title off of Cody. Um, maybe that's not what people will agree with. But I think he's a title contender. I think he's ready. I think Lee Moriarty should be getting built up more as well. I think he's going to be a future I star for them. Um, Dante Martin, I feel like they're trying with him. But I feel like if you wanted to push him a little bit harder, you could. And nobody would have argued. If he would have um, taken the, the ring off of MJF, I feel like people would have been fine with that as well. I get why they make that decision. But I think that there's... Um, there was lots of momentum behind Dante, and I feel like it might have slowed it a little bit, especially since we haven't seen him on our screen recently, but we will next week against Hobbs. Hobbs is another great talent as well. Um, I, I think he has, like, world title material. Hopefully they take in Keith Lee, Shane Strickland, some other great black talent who people already view as um, main event worthy. I think there's lots of great options out there, and these next few months will be very, very telling for um, the company and how they take criticism. Michelle, there's two names that I think of actually that can help the women's division that are colored females. Two of them, one, Kira Hogan, I think needs to get more love for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's speaking my language. Yeah. Yes, love one, her. The other, and nobody's talking. Ember Moon. Ember Moon is a free agent. Ember Moon is a free agent. Yeah, nobody signed her yet. Nobody has signed her yet, and she has. You still got thirty days or so. 
She still has like 28. She had unbelievable matches with Asuka. That rivalry with the two of them was incredible. That was great. I remember even her matches against Shayna Baszler. Man, I remember Lyle and I. We were at um. Was the was it it was Oscar was it Oscar Moon we were at yeah was, yep it was Oscar Moon we were at which was that was Oscar's was that final Oscar's? match that was kind of her final match yeah that was her final of, defense yeah. that night at Takeover Brooklyn well I don't know I went I don't to Takeover Brooklyn every year I don't know why she didn't lose that match to be honest I I mean she I just mean, went Oscar, to main roster and lost to Charlotte that was yeah I mean it was well, kind of because it's Charlotte it's Charlotte I mean that's it's why. Like, I mean, it's like what they, I mean, it was just kind of just so weird because they kind of just repackaged her and then they didn't do anything with her. They had her go with, um, oh, what's her name? She's Kyrie now on Sane. SmackDown. What was it? No. Turned out with Kyrie Sane? Not with Kyrie, no, with Ember Moon when she was, they repackaged oh, her Ember to be in a tag team. Oh, Shotzi. 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 And then they won a tag belt and then they lost them. And then Shotzi goes to SmackDown, becomes a heel. Ember never gets done anything, never gets anything done. And then she gets released. But also, by the way, Deanna Peraza was, and I said at the time, should have been signed by AEW. And they fashioned she wanted to go there. Spot. What'd you say? That's what I don't get. She wanted to go there. She said she so. did she want to go there. That was her number one option. Her number one option was to go to AEW, but still work with Ring of Honor because she so said she had stuff she wanted to accomplish there. AEW did not offer her a contract, which I think was just baffling and blew my mind that. And now look at her in Impact. She's one of the better wrestlers she's in the world so right now. so good. Oh, my she's, God. She's awesome. I can't wait to watch Hard to Kill. Maybe that's a hot take, but I'm really excited for Hard to Kill. I hope Tasha Steeles wins that match. I love Tasha Steeles so much. I could literally just talk about Tasha Steeles for an hour. Oh, my God. I really <laughs> hope she wins. I... That's like, that's like Lyle talking about Kenny Omega for two hours. <laughs> I wanted to get into a little bit with New Japan. Now... New Japan had a very rough year this year. 2021 was a very rough year for them. I think we can all agree. And then at Wrestle Kingdom, which we're going to get into later, they went back to their roots, right? Okada wins. Mm-hmm. It was a smart decision. They did. They, they they took. He kind of took a year off as champion. Let him, you know, let him try to build up. Other, they tried to let other guys in the company build themselves up. Abushi, Will Ospreay, Evil, uh, Shingo. Leo Khan. They, yeah, I'm gonna say like to become champions, like the heavyweight champions, and like they kind of like tried to do something a little different, but it didn't really. I don't know, like it didn't. I mean, Lyle and Alex, no, they're big New Japan guys. Well, it didn't really, you know, resonate well no, because it didn't. you saw it, it and kept, it kept getting hurt. Were bland, and it felt cause, off because Osprey was really hot. Jishel, you know this. I mean, Osprey was really hot, and then he got hurt, and then that you know, and then that kind of like. You know, like evil being as champion was kind of weird. It didn't really make much sense to me at the time. Um, it was cool that he turned on, but like, what were your thoughts on New Japan and then them going back to Okada as to be basically the face of the company again? Because it sounds like they're just going back to what they know is going to work. Because 2021 was probably their worst year in a very long time for this company. Yeah, um, honestly, I just started to get into New Japan pretty recently. Um, I've been with Lottie Slam for like two months, and they were like, you're going to cover everything. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Uh, so, <laughs> like the attitude. <laughs> yeah, I, I've really tried to learn a lot in a short amount of time. Um, but I feel like that's what we see at a lot of wrestling companies. I think we're seeing it in WWE right now. When in doubt, they go back to what got them to the position they're in. So mm-hmm. if we can compare it to Brock Lesnar and Big E, they were kind of scared about the Big E reign, very hesitant. Um, I also see a parallel there as well. So they were like, let's just put it on the person who we know can run with this title and who can um, 
succeed with this title. When in doubt, just go back to what what got you there. And I feel like that's what happened, really. Um, even when we look at what's happening with Brock, we'll have to see how it plays out. I feel like it'll end up working for the best, fingers crossed. I don't know if that's what happens. Uh, but once again, I'm just trying to remain optimistic. And I feel like in New Japan, that's pretty easy to do, especially yeah. when you have somebody like Okada as your champion. So. And they're still missing guys. Like, there's like Jay White is still not back yet. And let's mm-hmm. be real here. Jay White's one of the bigger uh, guys in the company. He, I mean, he just signed a new deal with them. So for him, and he's still not back yet. I think they're just trying to get their bearings together. It's been a very tough year for them. I mean, with the United Empire, they had just started the United Empire. And then, boom, down goes Will Ospreay. And it's like all the momentum mm-hmm. they had was just shot because they literally they lost their leader. And he's and gone. Then they he added ready. Aaron Hanare, which was very smart. You know, and then it was like, you know, they, 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 it was a very tough year for them for sure. So I'm hoping, we're all hoping it gets, I mean, like I said, I was feeding my son at his 5.30 feeding the other morning and my wife wakes up and she goes, is that live? And I say, yes, it's live. It's great. I said, this is awesome. <laughs> at 5.30 in the morning. I said, no, no, no. I said, no, this is in Japan. She goes, oh yeah, that makes sense now. Okay, I guess you watch that too. Cool. <laughs> You know, Cass did a post show for that. He tried to get me to stay up. I was like, I cannot. I got school in the morning. I got yeah, no. Alex, come on, dude. Come on, man. We got lives, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Lyle. What's up? So I'm going to try and deviate a little bit back towards where we were going. Um, now I want to talk about that how AEW has built guys in the past. Now you look at um. Uh, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy. It took them a, a little bit of a, uh, a while to really start getting to that main event scene. It took them like a year, year and a half. Um, now, if you look at where, I'll say Will Hobbs and uh, Dante Martin, when they started, and even Ricky Starks, who you mentioned, when, they, when he started, it's about that time period to when they really got there. Where do you think the AW is going to um, book them in the future? with that time period being similar to when Darby Allin, Jungle Boy really started getting hot after they debuted. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. One of the main points I always bring out is we really didn't see Darby and uh, Jungle Boy as stars until the company started to push them as such. So we really rely on the company to push um, these stars, specifically black males right now is what it seems like we're focusing on, um, as these stars that are equal to their white counterparts. So when we look at somebody like a a Ricky Starks, who is primed and ready, I think right now, I think that's like people can like kind of universally agree that you could throw him into a title picture and nobody would be too concerned about him. Um, He has the charisma. He has the in-ring caliber as well. Um, I think over the next year or so, we should see some of them start to kind of bleed into at least the TNT title picture. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if they did Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs for the tag titles even. I think those are going to go to um, Proud and Powerful right now, but I think it would have been interesting, um, especially with Hook there. It would have been a cool dynamic to see, even if they wanted to do trios titles, which I think they should have did when Shane Taylor Promotions had the titles and brought them in from ROH. I don't know if that's what we will see, but I would have brought in the ROH six-man titles, but they're with the Righteous now. But I think that um, moving forward, I would say in about the next year to a year and a half, um, we should see some black stars, especially if we see a Keith Lee or a Shane Strickland. If we see a Shane Strickland, I think he's getting the TNT title probably on his first night, or he's winning like the face of the Revolution ladder match on his first night. Something big. I think we see a big um, change in the conversation soon if one of them pop in. Now, someone who I think they could just put right into the main event scene. He did phenomenal against Punk 
is Lee Moriarty. He, I think he's probably the one of the best wrestlers in that company right now. I mentioned it to Alfred Cano when he was on that. I think he's probably the, the biggest star that in the future that they have. I, I think that he's the guy that, that they could push and he could really be a home run. Um, I oh, think Lee Moriarty. I love Leland. I have all of Leland's merch, actually. I, I bought up his whole store. I have a lunchbox, a t-shirt, trading cards, everything. I love him. I was, Oh, yeah. I was really mad when they didn't kind of do something with him after the Punk um, match. I feel like he really showed himself in that match. And then for him to just be eliminated kind of like nothing in the Diamond um, Battle Royal, I was not excited about. But it seems like he's building wins on Dark. So, fingers crossed, they have some plans for him in, in mind. Go for it, Alex. So, my next question is about the tag team division in AEW. So, uh, recently, and you mentioned earlier, we, we saw uh, Jay Lethal and Troy Hollywood have their match on AEW Dark Elevation. Would you like to see Jay Lethal and Troy Hollywood as a tag team and basically uh, make their way up in the, in the uh, division? I've seen these guys perform many times for Tampa Bay Pro, even against each other or with each other, and they're great. Um, they're really awesome. I I honestly think within the tag division, they have some tag um, tag teams that they're not too certain on already. Like it seems yeah. like they're iffy on pushing the acclaim to like a tag title run. I would say the same for like mm-hmm. 2.0. Like they're not too sure where they're fitting right now. So I feel like once we figure out the standing, I would love to see some like um, veteran kind of rookie tag teams c- come off of dark. I think that's a really unique idea. Like um, we see them try to kind of do that in like um, NXT when they did the Zoe Stark, Io Shirai thing. I think it's a really interesting dynamic to do like the rookie veteran. They're even kind of doing it with Riddle and RK um, and Randy Orton up on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be super interesting, especially coming from a place like dark to give an opportunity to like even unsigned talent and have them get signed through um, like a tag team tournament. I think that would be super dope. Just take um, off some like um, tag matches from like dark, uh, dark elevation, and then kind of just run them on the main roster as like a tag tournament. I think that'd be super cool. Even uh, think- even another team I can mention that could be added in eventually is uh culture inc uh um yeah i know their names hold on i'll find it it's <laughs> they're really good uh it's culture inc it's um malik busidi and uh i can't remember his name i i, re- I remember him by face culture inc is great. great the main event as well which is duke davis and gannon jones jr they've been on a couple times i love them so much that like my big brothers um even I think Baron Black in a tag team with somebody yeah, would be super cool as well. Um, and I'm just hopeful as well. A name I forgot to mention earlier, who was a black wrestler, Jonathan Gresham. Um, we'll see what happens with Terminus yes, or whatever. Great. But Jay if they bring him in on the Owen. You know, it's another one I have. Yeah. He debuted. Whatever, I haven't heard anything since everything went on. He's, he's just wrestling on Dark Elevation right now, to my knowledge. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's because people were upset about them not mentioning anything about the allegations or not. Um, but I don't know if it's because they're trying to cool them off a little bit because of that. But we shall see what, what happens with them. I think there's some great Ring of Honor talent that they should look at as well. Trisha Dora, Willow Nightingale, they would be great for the women's division as well. Um, Roxy seems like she might be going to WWE. She did that WWE tryout. But if she didn't, I would like to see her at AEW or Impact. Um, I think there's lots of people there with some potential. Uh, like I said, Shane Taylor Promotions. Kenny King would be great to see in AEW as well. I feel like he'd be amazing 
cheeseburger would be great in the back if they wanted to bring him in for something like that or even have him wrestle as like a sean dean even sorry that's just me naming a bunch of wrestlers from roh because i love roh <laughs> josh woods red titus just bringing the whole foundation my mind will be blown <laughs> I'd like to see Marina Tucker too be added into AW Dark and uh, Lexi Gomez, Ashley DM Boyce, another one. Those, there's yeah. so many that they could throw in. Yes, so yeah. Jason, I have one more question for you, and it, it's regard to obviously with WWE. Um, I, we got to talk about it, right? Like it, it's like a two parter kind of. One is the situation with Brock. That was a real swerve. Yeah, Roman has COVID. All right, we got to swerve this around. He's in Atlanta. We got to put him on the show because he traveled this way. We're not going to waste appearances with Brock because they're very valuable. Um, So they had him win the five-way, not to mention they had him beat the champion, which I was kind of surprised they didn't have him pin over somebody like that. I was surprised they let Brock take control throughout the whole match even right. against bobby lashley no that's, that's the thing. he was really the one guy bobby was the one guy he didn't have control against and yeah. when bobby speared him through the barricade yeah through the line. my other part is so we're getting we're getting bobby brock and mm-hmm. i'm gonna we're gonna talk about this later with the three of us but i wanted to get your thoughts because to me this is a dream match but of course every time i have a dream match in wwe it it hits, it hits, it hits the floor every single time because they don't do it. <laughs> He's not being so but, but in all honesty, this is a perfect match because the two of them are both MMA fighters, similar styles. I think as entertaining as possibly. You got Heyman with Brock. You got MVP with Bobby. Clearly, I think Paul is going to swerve us and turn on Brock. That's what I think is going to end up happening. And this is all. Yep. Um, and I think Bobby could end up being the champion at the Rumble. What are your thoughts on one Big East title reign ending the way it did, and two getting Brock versus Bobby? Which let's be real here, not a lot of wrestlers have come out and said, "I want to wrestle Brock Lesnar." A lot of sure. guys are very scared. No, and they have not. He yeah. was very. Up- He's been wanting this match for months, Bobby, since he came well, back to- for years. It seems like for he years, was trying yeah, to promote it, and like. 2017 it seemed like there was like a message a a twitter post or something like that um i was i was watching gcw till infinity when this whole thing happened i had the dual screens i was like oh i'm gonna watch both i'm gonna try to pay attention i was like oh this match is going a little bit longer it was like eight minutes i think was the final time i see brock hit the f5 on biggie i was like oh he's gonna roll away he's gonna roll out the ring or something and then i was like there's a three count and i literally had ptsd from Brock and Kofi. I was like, every single time there is um, a hot shot and booking decision, it seems like it always um, falls back onto like the the champion at the time, or the specifically babyface champions. Being honest, specifically, it looks like black babyface champions because that's what it looks like with uh, Becky and Bianca as well. It seems like there's a pattern. It seems like now um, Seth was supposed to be the one who walked out the winner, but we did see like the, the I think it was like the bar stools. Um, or the Bleacher Report thing, I can't really remember where it was like Biggie's name on it, which I thought was yes. also interesting as well. Oh, um, I don't know where we go from here with Biggie, and that's my major concern. Is you gave him this title reign that was supposed to help build him, you didn't let him get yeah. a win over Roman, you didn't even oh. protect him in that match with Roman. Um, so how do we move on with Biggie from here? What is the road to WrestleMania? One, because I know they didn't plan that far, which is an issue. Two, Brock versus Bobby is great and all, but what are we going to do after that match? Are you going to do the Brock versus Roman match for a unification match? Because I really don't want to see that. We Just because you release enough people for there no longer 
need to be a brand split. That doesn't mean I want to see Roman on my TV for an hour every single night I watch WWE television. I'm not interested in that. Three, how is this going to affect the, the Royal Rumble? Are we going to see Seth win the Royal Rumble because he didn't get to um, take the belt off of Biggie? Are they going to try to make up for that? How are we going to work our way out of the situation? It's my main concern in this situation. I'm with you, but I kind of think in this perspective, I actually think it's going to be Bobby beats Brock, and then Brock's going to win the Rumble, and then Brock's going to challenge Roman. That's what I think is going to end up oh, happening. Oh, God. That's such a waste of a Rumble, too. Yeah. The Rumble is supposed to yeah, build, yeah. like, new stars. That woman's yeah. Royal Rumble scares the living hell out of me. They only have, like, 17 people. So yeah, we have to get a bunch of people from NXT. And who's going to win? Is it going to be Bianca, Sasha? Sasha might be injured. Liv, is Liv really ready to win a Royal Rumble in main event or WrestleMania? Is Bailey going to be back in time? There's so... Probably Alexa Bliss. I'm probably saying all this for it to be fucking Alexa Bliss. Sorry, can I swear? I don't mean to swear. Yeah, yeah, you're allowed. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was doing so good. I got to check No, 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 no. I like what you're thinking is, but, you know, and then at the same time, they're really me, still women. it's a matter yeah. of, you know, when I, you know, the, the thing is with, with, with Brock and, and Bobby and everything like that, like, I, I 100% get what you're saying. And the thing of it is, too, is that Big E was really hot. I mean, at the same time, he merchandise sales were up. He was on college game day. He was he doing was the boxing introduction, the Big Ten championship game. He was doing the introduction in the video montage for Iowa. Introduced, not Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yes, he introduced Deontay, I don't want to fight. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he was so hot and over. And mm-hmm. to me, it was just shocking that he was the one that got pinned in the whole thing. But well. Let, I do let, have I do have some ideas of what they could do for the Royal Rumble. They could add two surprise entrants. One could be X Pac. The other could be Booker T, which he could throw in. A, throw in. Why are we doing Booker T? There's apparently a bit where I've now been called Booker T on my own podcast now. And I, it's just, I, it's just an idea. Not, I despise Booker T. I cannot with that man. I Alex, see that? Look what you did. You upset our guest. You gave her two <laughs> terrible options, and now you pissed her off. You happy? You That's great. Woman. That's horrible. Like, why would you? Want Where'd you get X Pac from? <laughs> well, I saw. I saw. I came across it on my Instagram feed. La- Alex, Alex, okay. if X Pac wins the Royal Rumble, I'm never turning on WWE programming. <laughs> for, okay, for real now, who should win the Royal Rumble is Kevin Owens, and then go to SmackDown because they don't have. A yeah, that would be that would be amazing. That would be, that would be genius. But, I love yeah. Kevin. And it would tie in the entire storyline they had when he should have beat Roman in the first place. Yeah. Why just have him? Why not just have him and uh, Seth Rollins go at it? They did already at Mania two years ago. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're running out of ideas, man. They well, that's really what are. it is, exactly. I'll let Lyle ask his last question. I'll let Alex ask his last one. Then we'll let Jay Shell get on with her night because she's she's busy trying to wait for colleges at this point. At this point, <laughs> if we get her on any longer, she's going to have all the answers back from all the colleges. <laughs> <laughs> so when AEW first started, Kenny Omega was running the women's division, and he wanted to have a very uh, Joshi uh, women's division. And the Young Bucks were running the tag division. And one of the mm. first things they did was is put over private party. Now, if you look where those two divisions have changed, where do you think they would have been if Kenny Omega stayed running the women's division and the Young Bucks stayed running the tag division? Oh, interesting question. I think we'll start with the women's division. Great. Uh, I didn't was head bigger because you said interesting question. No, I've never, I've never even thought about that before. That's very interesting. <laughs> um, I I think we would have seen more done with the uh, the Japanese tournament that we saw with the women's title. Um, I think we would have saw more people transfer over from Japan, probably into AEW, but also COVID, so you can't really 
you know, make decisions off of that. But I think we would have seen Riho maybe at a bigger stage, at a bigger level than she is now. She's in the favorite, of course, but I feel like she didn't get built up in the way that she should have. I think that would have changed. Um, I think we would see stuff better stylistically from the women, probably more trainings and things like that. Um, Because as Swole said, it seems like they're not required to train. As far as the tag division, I think we would see proud and powerful as the champions right now i think we would have seen jungle boy and lucha express well lucha express i always say that jungle boy and luchasaurus um kind of more focused on the ta- on the singles division i think jungle boy was meant to be a single star uh, i think we would have seen him feuding with christian cage instead right now i thought that's where we were going but i guess not i guess they have the titles now um i think we would have seen a stronger reign out of very the lucha bros as well me. it's very upsetting to me the Lucha Bros are one of my favorite tag teams. It was very discouraging when that happened. I don't think that was supposed to happen, by the way. I think no, that was not supposed to happen. Well, well, we'll talk about it after, but before I, I think they did audible one, because J-, J Show, do you think it was an audible? Do you think because Phoenix hurt himself? Or do you think, think that was actually the planned finish? I think it was the plan because they had um Jungle Boy's family at ringside. They had like That's people right. up I in the rafters. Uh, I'm not sure if Jungle Boy's family is from there. I didn't get to do enough research into that. But um, it seems like that was the plan regardless. I think the finish was changed, though. Like the I think Brody King was supposed to debut, too, and I think Phoenix... Yes. Was- yes, I think that is exactly that, what happened. Uh, that, that they changed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Alex, go for it, man. Yep. So my next question is a GCW slash New Japan question. Uh, what are your thoughts on... Um, He's really. I've seen him wrestle for New Japan at a New Beginning show about a year ago. Uh, Alex Zane, what are your thoughts on him? And uh, would you like to see him possibly go over to AEW and have a match on Elevation? Maybe have a singles run or some type of push there. Yeah, I think that would be super dope. I he's in the tag team with Blake Christian right now, right? Uh, Ari Sterling is the other name that he went by before. Yeah. For yeah. WWE. Yep. Um, I, I think it would be super great to see him. I think his look is very unique as well. Um, I don't think we're far out from seeing him work some darker, dark elevations. We just saw Jake Atlas get signed. So I think they do have some eye, have some eyes on some GCW talent um, and some talent that are coming out of the NXT Performance Center as well. Um, I think it'll be super interesting to see how they um, finish up this tag stuff that he's doing with Blake Christian. Uh, I think I thought that they were a perfect tag team. You know, both kind of Indie Darlings kind of cleaned up by the Performance Center, um, got some of the Shawn Michaels Performance Center training in them. Um, and I think that's always super cool to see on the Indies. Um, I think that his knowledge of the WWE company will be valuable in AEW as well and how they work there. I think it's always important when we see some stars come over from NXT and they have some of that training from there. Like we always see the Shawn Michaels face yeah. in WWE, but we see it in AEW now too, especially in Adam Cole. He has a Shawn Michaels face um, off the bat. So I'm, I'm really intrigued to see who they actually end up taking because I thought they would take some of the talent right off the bat, but it's been a little while to get Jake Atlas. So I think it's still a possibility. Yeah, because Alex Zane is like, he has such a unique style. And one of the matches I remember seeing is him against the Sniper of Disguise, Robbie Eagles, at that New Beginning show. And they were just going back and forth, the sunset flips, uh, diving over the railings. He even, at one point, used the railing to his advantage, to guardrail. And I just think he has such an amazing, unique style that a lot of uh, fans have not seen yet. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I think he has so much potential. I think there's so many guys in GCW that would be great in AEW. And a little birdie has told me, I can't really break any news, but it seems like there's some AEW people coming over to GCW very soon. Ooh. One, at least, Ooh. that is not announced yet. Uh, I can, I'll can. i say it in the chat since I can't say it okay, on air. Stay in the chat. Nobody blob it, okay? Okay. Um, oh, so I, I think it's interesting oh. to see how that plays out. Well, Say, keep your eyes peeled for the Hammerstein card. <laughs> cannot wait. Bodyslam.net co-managing editor Jay Shell Nicole. Listen, Jay Shell, we appreciate you coming on with us tonight. Don't be Absolutely. a stranger. We want you back on. Maybe we'll get you on before Revolution. Definitely got to get you on before Double or Nothing. That's a fact. And WrestleMania too. We want to get your thoughts on that before we. Oh, let we'll you see know. how WrestleMania is. So oh, Jesus Christ. Which, which WrestleMania? <laughs> I'm a little worried about three? that. <laughs> which one is it? The, which one is it that Punk said the buy the buy one get two nights free or something like that? Was that the, the buy one two one night special? Yeah. You know, really quick, Jishel, Before we let you go, how can the fans reach out to you on social media and get a hold of you and everything like that? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Nicole, J-A-Y-C-H-E-L-E-N-I-C-O-L-E. That's on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, I'm also always running Body Slams pages, so that's Body Slam Net on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the social media platforms. You, they make me run TikTok because I'm 17, so I guess that's my job <laughs> over there. You really should do a TikTok. I, I'll follow you guys. If you make a TikTok, you guys let me know. If me allowing Alex to the TikTok, I'm not even kidding. I think 95% of it would be Alex filming himself at Hogan's Beach Shop saying, hey, guys, I'm going in again. Another day, day after work, <laughs> going back to Hogan's shop, going to get up. And, and then just uh, Hawk Hogan or um, the mouth of the South appearing behind me. Oh, God. Well, listen, if you guys, know, go, yeah, go for it. I, I was just going to say, if you guys want to check out any of my stuff, I'm uh, on Sundays at 6 p.m. on the Body Slam YouTube channel. 6 p.m. Bianca time EST. I have ADHD divas over there, and it's basically a two-hour show where we try to talk about wrestling, but we all have ADHD, so we get off topic real quick. That's for damn sure, especially on this show. You're talking to the people that run the place. So anyway, <laughs> uh, listen, Jay Show, it was such a pleasure talking with you. Good luck with the schools and everything like that. I love that you have the goals set up behind you. Like I said, good luck with everything. Please stay in touch. Don't be a stranger. We want yes. to get you on again real soon, okay? Thank you so much. It's been so amazing. Have a great day. Thank you have for a good on. night. Have a Thank great weekend. As well, we have a good night, everybody. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, bodyslam.net. Co-managing editor J. Shell Nicole, that was fantastic, and to have her on, um, we'll take a break at six thirty. Um, yep, we still, we still have a lot to get to. I mean, it's like wow. I mean, but you know what? But <laughs> yeah, we did we talk about a lot. We were going to so get much. We we had a lot that we discussed, but um, really had a great amount of information. Mm-hmm. Um, that. I mean, Speedy, I didn't even ask you if it was fun. It was happening regardless. I didn't care whether it was fun or not. I mean, that was happening. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, no, I, 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 I miss Speedy so much, can yeah. I tell you? I really did. You know what I'm you saying? What really uh, got me from that interview, Josh, was... What got the, you, Alex? Please tell me. You I'm know what really stood out to me was the uh, the questions uh, the, the questions and answers about the tag team division. Because I don't think there's, a, there's, just, there's just not enough for the women's division there in regards to tag teams. Well, you see this, and the thing is for me, and she brought up also the, the men's tag team, that there's so many teams. Yeah, that too. Not, you know, I mean, look, if AEW signs like the Briscoes, and then say Brody King debuts at Malachi Black, well, then that's 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 more tag teams that you're fitting into yep. a room that's not going to have a lot of room at this point. And now you're trying to yeah. fit everybody in at this point, in a place that... And then you have the Paragon, with Red Dragon. 
They are going to win the tag title. Not even with Red Dragon. By the way, that Red Dragon shirt that they were wearing. Um, even the young bucks, you just gotta, you gotta add, you gotta add so much into the tag vision, tag team division, so that it makes sense. But it's too much. Maybe is is it maybe too many cooks in the kitchen? Is there enough? Well, a lot of the contracts are going to be running out, and they're going to be letting them expire. Rumor is that uh, it's happening with Marco Stunt, um, because it was very weird Mm -hmm. for him to not be there when Jurassic Express won. Um, so that is the current rumor, but uh. Yeah, so in like next, maybe the next year, uh, we're gonna see a lot of guys to disappear. That's what I'm thinking. Like Joey Janela and those guys. No, Joey Janela won't leave because he's a scout for them. Oh, he's a scout for them. I didn't know that. Yeah, he'll sign some capacity. I look at it in this this perspective. I think when it comes to what AEW is doing right now, and we'll we'll segue into AEW now. But I really thought JSL she she did a great job tonight. She really did. She really gave us a lot of information. So great great find Lyle. Um, we have another guest on. Is it next week? We have another guest next on? week. It's Joshua Smith from the New Japan Pro Wrestling. Perfect. So we can, we can get to a lot of New Japan conversation and talk to him about Wrestle Kingdom, which is fantastic. But we're going to talk about that later. But let's get into AEW right now, boys. There's a lot to digest. Mm-hmm. I am pretty much. Um, I, gotta... I, I was devastated when I saw the Ray Phoenix thing happen yeah. because I know for a fact that this is, again, another injury for Ray. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's had too many injuries. Let's go to a break now so we can get everything done in the 6.30 hour. How's that sound? Okay. Let's get let's go to a break now. Come back at 6.30. We'll get into a break. You know, we'll get everything done at 6.30. We'll get day one quick. We'll get New Japan quick. We'll get AEW quick. And then we'll get to our finishing move. I promise, fans, we are going to get to everything in that half an hour. I'm gonna We're going to bum rush the crap out of it. All right? Yep. So let's do it. Let's get it. We'll do a couple of commercials. We're and gonna then we'll pull those right through it. More. All right, you're listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, the only wrestling talk show. We'll be right back. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the worst town I've ever been in. No! Now, welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yep, 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 yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the World Wide Sports Radio Network. This is Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Lyle Gillen, and of course, BDP. I'm Josh Silverberg, joining you every Friday night from 5.30 to 6.58 is the exact time right here on the World Wide Sports Radio Network with Weapons Hot coming up next, of course, right after us. Um... So with this show, we really talked a lot about Dynamite this week and everything like that and what went on. So, of course, the thing we really want to talk about right now with AEW is the stuff that happened with Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information yeah. that came out about the stuff with Big Swall. Um, it was very controversial in the way he said things, basically saying she's not a good wrestler. That's why I got rid of her, this and that. But there was so much more of a deep dive into it and Swall rebuttaled. So... Let me get the thoughts. I'll start with you, Lyle. First, what were your thoughts on the whole situation with Khan and Swall? And you know, Jay Shell gave her marks on remarks on it. What were your thoughts? Um, I didn't like how he just essentially said that certain black wrestlers winning kind of meta- was enough for him. Like, oh yeah, they won this month. Like, okay, they won a match on Dynamite. 
But, like, that part I did not like. I didn't think he had to actually say any of that. Um, what I, like, you mentioned the saying Swole isn't a good wrestler. Now, I, I, I like Swole. I think she was a good person. She was good charisma. I yeah. thought her rivalry was Absolutely. great. Absolutely. I, I, it was. I and, thought she was great, to be honest. Yeah. And it, it was. Um, she, but that was mainly done through charisma, like I mentioned. You know, because Britt mm-hmm. Brit, Brit couldn't wrestle when that was all going on. I remember she was injured. Um, I think that it was all, like it was all promo work, which I, I think that showed both of their strengths. Yeah. Now, like Tony Khan said, I think that the women's division has passed her up. I think when they signed her, she was one of the better women there. But now you have a lot of women that I think are better than her. Not that she's not good, just that I think for the limited TV time time they have, she only would have been wrestling on Dark. Alex, what are your thoughts on the whole Can't thing? have everybody. Oh, sorry, Alana. You can't have everybody on that might. No, of course. Um, it's not how it works. Yeah. yeah. You can't have everybody on, on, on Rampage. A one hour show. Some some people, unfortunately, they'll have to be on dark or or uh, elevation. It's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. No, it's just they can't be on the two TV shows. Not you can't have everybody. And Tony you can't Khan have likes, everybody on at the same time. Yeah, basically. Tony Khan likes to take. They like to have, they like to have variety on every show. Mm-hmm. So you you might have one guy on one week, and then he might not be on for a month because he wants to shake it up. He doesn't want to have the same people on every week like WWE does and have it get boring. That's why he does that. And, you know, it's... I I think it was just, you know, the women's division is... It's just different than when she signed. I I think he should have anyway. Never tweeted it. Kept his mouth shut. And he He shouldn't have said anything at all, to be honest. Yeah, he should have deleted it. Um, I don't think he had to make a public apology. No, he, no, to he, he doesn't have to. He, he doesn't have to apologize to any any fans. He doesn't owe any fans an apology. He owes Big Swole an apology. Yeah. Yes, I agree with Absolutely. that. I agree it's with not, that. It does not need to be public at all. We don't need to be involved in this. He brought people involved when he made the tweet, but we don't need to be involved. Uh, that's why I don't really touch on it anymore on Twitter. And that day I, I was talking about it, but then I'm not really involved in it. It has nothing to do with me. Between him and it has Big nothing Swole. to do with any of us. Yeah, it, it's, it's, him between him, it's between him and Big Swole. Mm-hmm. Let them handle it. I wouldn't be surprised yep. if he texted her or said something privately. Not shocked at all. But Alex, what were your thoughts on the whole thing? To me, and it's going back to what Jay Shell Jay Jay Shell said, and um, to me, it just seems unprofessional for Tony Khan to put out a tweet like that because he's supposed to be a leader. He's supposed to be a guy. It's taking the industry by the horns and really running with it. So to me, I don't think he should have have posted that tweet at all. I think he could have just stayed silent and he could have called Big Swole and talked to her personally on the phone, one person to another. No one else needed to be involved. I think when you look at the whole thing, when I saw it very discouraging, it when was. I saw it. I saw it as somebody that is supposed to be a leader in a locker room, and instead has showed lack of leadership per se, in a sense that, um, and I'm not even comparing the situations, but 
I mean, let's be real here. He tries to be like the fun pool guy, right? Like, yeah. But, but and, and I always say this to Lyle, Tony to me is so. When you hear him talk, he's so awkward. Like, oh yeah, he, he really he's very, is. Yeah. He's very awkward. He's hundred percent awkward. It's like weird. Like he tries to be cool, but he just doesn't fit in. Like yeah. you know, what I'm like like when he was, it was so funny. Like when him and Punk did their posting in Chicago, I texted Lyle and I said, "Boy, Tony was really weird during that interview when when Punk was meeting with the media. It was really weird. Like he just comes off as a like an interesting guy. Like, but again, and I'm not compared to." The, the 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 football team that he runs is also very dysfunctional. Yeah, Dad runs the Jaguars. <laughs> the very oh, dysfunctional that football team. team. I said that's the other football team he runs. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, that's just, but, do you see a trend? What I'm saying is, but I, I don't think he actually he doesn't run the Jaguars. No, no, no. He gets if you, no, he doesn't run them. He's like analytics head of analytics department. He has a but, he has he has a title just to be there. That's a fake title. Come on, man. He gets the money from his dad. Yeah, he's not actually doing anything for the Jaguars. Like, but Josh, Josh, I think Khan does more. Yeah. So when when I was when I brought up that this discussion on Tony Khan, I I just feel like he could have handled it much better. He could have he could have he could have talked to he could have talked one on one about the issue. No, what he should have done, Alex, was he should have he should have personally called Swole and said, let's have a conversation. That's what I mean. He should have handled it. Like let's talk about this. And Mm -hmm. you know, to me, I think when I see and then Swole went on another podcast, I believe after and dove deeper into it. And she, you know, she felt very hurt by what Tony said. You know, she felt betrayed because she thought Tony and her were very close, and she felt very betrayed by Tony. And I think when that happens, it's it's hurtful when somebody you think you trust, yeah, you know, and basically like a knife. And then they basically say at the end, "Yeah, you're fired because." So say like, you know, like I'll give an example. I I work at a school. My principal says you're fired after she said, "Oh, I love you so. You're a great teacher. I love you so much." And then she says you're fired, and she says because you're not a good teacher. Like, you feel betrayed because you're like, wait a second, hold on. What were all the other years you were telling me, all those words of, of encouragement you were giving me? Mm-hmm. Were those phony? Or were you just had to be my friend because you didn't like – clearly, Tony has a very, actual... very, very, very – Tony's very much – That's a very – that's an actual thing that bosses do where they will lie straight to your face. Of course they do. Always they you do. Are. That's, that's, that's a very common thing. But Tony it's doesn't very, like constructive criticism. Look at him in the past. He on can't Twitter. take criticism. No, he won't go on busted open if bully Ray's on. Now, he, like, so it's it's, and it, and and that's the thing. Bully always tells Lagreca how much of a hard on he has on, on for for Tony, and and it's and and the thing of it is, he handles constructive criticism really, really, really poorly. He gets into yeah. fights with the media. He gets into fights with. Even Vince uh, McMahon himself. No, not even. No, he gets in the fights with. Wait, did he fight that, Vince? I don't, I don't know. I don't think that happens. <laughs> not, it, not a physical fight, like an argument. Wait, I, I don't no, think Vince no, ever. No, 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 no. Verbal. Verbal. No, they never had a verbal fight with one another. Tony probably said stuff, and Vince never answered him. No, or, no, no, no. When probably, did this yeah, that's probably what happened. Is he didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to start a beat that they never. 
<laughs> but it's like, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, okay, I'll, let's go back before we move on to Wrestle Kingdom after this. Yeah. Um, when Punk had his, when, when, when Punk had his post interview with the media, mm-hmm. um, in Chicago, right after his debut, and they were announcing people in the media who they work for and what like that, and Punk was like to Khan, "Who's this? Who's that? Who are these people? Who's this person? These are people that are really kissing up the Khan so they can keep their credentials." Yeah, and then Tony's like, and then Tony's like, "These are good people." These are very good people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even I'm just like, I'm watching this post thing. I'm like, I've never even heard of this website or this blog in my life. Honestly, I don't even think I've, I mean, and even Punk was like, that's a thing. Like, I didn't, he didn't even know. Like, he was confused because it honestly is when you look at it, he gets into Twitter fights with fans and media. And he, I don't he, think he gets into fights with fans. Hey, he talks back really. sometimes. Go look at his Twitter feed. He talks back sometimes. I, he doesn't take criticism very well. Are you sure he does? I'm positive he has done it in the past. Media definitely he has. Oh yeah, the media he's the worst yeah. with. Like 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 Lyle said, he does not. That's why he does the show with Lagreca on Fridays because I believe. Um, because um, I believe Mark Henry does the show on Fridays. Well, it's like, oh, okay, who does Mark Henry work for? Mark Henry works for AEW. Well, that's why I'm going to go on the show. Because you know why? Because I'm going to be honest with you, Bully Ray is the most upfront, honest, no BS guy on that show. Yeah, he is. He is. And he listen, says some I, dumb shit sometimes. But. He really does. And I've never seen a guy who actually thinks his head is so big that whatever he thinks he says is correct. He, he really says some things that make you scratch your head. Like He does. But a lot of times he's he's good, and he knows the business, but that's why he won't go on with Khan. But... Anyway, it's it's the same. I think it's it's the same with Jim Cornette. Sometimes he says stuff that doesn't make sense. Well, Lyle knows about that. No, (laughs) that's literally what I was gonna say about um (laughs) Bully Ray. He that uh, someone said on Twitter that he is literally the uh, Jim Cornette of our generation. Let's get into Wrestle Kingdom right now, guys. Um, we'll do, just do a really quick one. I know we saw both nights. What were your thoughts on the show in general, Alex? I'll start with you first. I'll get to Lyle. Thoughts on the show as a say, whole, and thoughts on Okada winning back both nights against both Shingo and Osprey. Well, first, I want to say Lyle definitely nailed it right on ahead of his prediction when he said Okada was going to beat Shingo. And then even after that in night two, the match against Will Osprey, he even nailed that one on the head as well. So uh, I give props to Yeah, I to thought Osprey would beat Okada night two. I did. Not going to happen. And some of my favorite matches that I enjoyed from night one were the never open weight title match the iwgp junior heavyweight match with el desperado and hiromu and then in the night two the ladder and tables match with uh kenta and kenta, got Tanahashi. kenta, kenta needs surgery he's gonna be out for a while yeah he got split yeah, open really bad he heard a few really things. bad that was nasty you know did you uh, know the injury they listed for him yeah i know there was like three of them wasn't there yeah something like yeah. That. i mean it was like crazy but you know, great and, night for sure. You know, go for it. Another match that I really enjoyed was Jeff Cobb against uh, Naito. That was great too. Uh, Lyle, what were your thoughts on Kingdom as a whole? I know it's not been what it's been in the past, but it was still really fun. A really good show, I thought. Oh yeah, it, it was a very good show. Um, now you you mentioned you thought the Osprey was going to win night two. Now Gato said a few night a few years ago that it would that, that title will never change hands twice. 
back-to-back nights. Like, no. So that's how come I knew that Okada was going to win. And, then he was and they wouldn't here. do that to Okada because Okada's the leader, like the face of New Japan, pretty much. So there's he, no yeah, way they would do that. If he came in as champion, then I, I would agree. Osprey would win night two. But now the big thing is going to be the chase for Osprey to get it back. That's going to be the big thing. I'm curious who else yeah. steps up. See, for me, a match big, that I very much enjoyed there. of all the matches that was, was Show and Yo. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a very fun match. I was surprised he won, actually, because Show was really had a lot of momentum going into Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, he did. I was surprised by that. He got him on a uh, Northern Lights uh, bridge pin, and that was a really upsetting, like uh, a major upset because Show basically had this match in the bag. He had control throughout that whole match, and he was just dishing out punishment to Yo. And Yo was having trouble for a little bit of a time there. So that really and, and, and I think them building up Desperado is just a smart move. I I think I think it, because the problem is you can't have Hiromo win every single year at Wrestle Kingdom. Like no, you, you can't, can't have him win every year. No, you can't. You like he's done it, I think two years in a row. Like you can't have him do it three years in a row. Like it's just I mean, to me, like he beat um Osprey a couple years ago, then he beat Taiji Ishimori. Like he you can't keep having him win every year. Yeah, uh, it's only, it's the only right fair. guy to beat him. I don't know, but it was they're building up Desperado. That's what I think is yeah. smart for them. It was only fair to have Desperado, Desperado win and retain the championship. Their tag team division still sucks. Yeah, but I'm interested. Who could be another junior heavyweight that could face Desperado for the title? I mean, you could have Yoshihashi. Uh, I his match. I, I don't <laughs> think he's boring. He just needs. He just needs. He's very more popular in Japan. That's just probably, probably, more Japan, probably popular in, New York, is, in, in, New York, in the United States. That's why he won't turn heel. Yes. Yeah, but we're starting. We're starting to see him uh, uh, add some more skills to his repertoire. No uh, offense saw, to you, Alex. I just think he's not. I think he's very bland. Yeah, I, you nah, think he's bland? Right. I, mean, I like, think he's interesting. <laughs> Either way. I mean, like I said, I, I think um, I was surprised at Desperado won, but I understood the decision um, for them to do it. Um, like I said, no Jay White this year, no Ibushi no. this year. They did everything they possibly could to make the show really good. Like you said, the Jeff Cobb match was really good. Yeah, that was great. Um, there were there were no. I knew Okada was going to be Chingo. Um, the Osprey match, I had no idea what they were going to do there. Um, with that, I was very interested to see where they would go with it, and it wanted to be an Okada. I think it is the smart move. Let him build that because let's be real—he he wasn't champion once last year. No, he was not. Um, he was barely on the card at all last year. No, no, he was on the card. He just was in the mid card. He was just barely other, like yeah. Just he was building pushed. up other other guys on the roster. That was what his goal was to do last year. And I think they wanted to give him a reprieve last year. Because I think New Japan really want, and and Lyle and I have had this conversation many times off on the side. They really wanted to try different things. They yeah. wanted to see what they had, I think, in their roster with Evil and Osprey and and and, and Ibushi and Shingo. I mean, you gotta say something. Osprey would have been fine as the champion. The the, yeah. the the problem with Osprey was he got hurt. Osprey had a lot of yeah. momentum, and he was just building up his new faction. It was probably the worst time for him to get hurt. Was mm-hmm. when that happened. Like the yeah, absolute, you couldn't have asked for a worse situation while he's building the United Empire than to have up, oh, boom, he goes down. Okay, so now it's like you know, like what do we do now? 
Yeah. And they had the scramble and they got Shingo. Shingo, I respect a lot. I don't think he's um, a, a a face for New Japan in my eyes. I think he's one of the better wrestlers. I don't think he could be heavyweight champion. Evil as champion, I've said this before, Evil as champion was very weird. Um, I understood what they were trying to do. But to me, it was a little odd um, and awkward at times. I don't think he fit the mold of being champion. Um, you know, but we'll see, like, the junior division, you know, the junior division, I- I'm fine with them, with Desperado winning it. Like I said, you can't have a Romo win it three years in a row. No, like, you can't. Just, you have to add something. It just, it, it, it doesn't add anything to the junior division then. And, I mean, it's like, no, was Desperado the right guy to win it? I I don't know. I like El Desperado. I, I do. Um, and then, like I said, the tag team division sucks, though. Yeah, it's still I don't sucks. mind Dangerous Pickens. I don't mind them. But, I mean, their tag team division, I mean, like, they're technically their number one, and Lyle knows this about me with G.O.D. I'm very, very mixed on them. Um, they're not number one anything. They're not. Like, they're, they don't have memorable a, matches. They don't do anything. Who has a number one? Number one for the for who, who, said the number, who said the number one? What for tag team in New Japan? You, you were just yeah, or in general. I mean, for them, I mean, were you about to say that they're number one? I mean, they're probably automatically they're number one because of popularity no, with Bullet Club and everything like that. That's what it yeah, is. They're not. They're not number one. They're not me, number one. Me and you sat down and finished and um and figured out where they would rank overall. And we oh, oh no no oh, be... no overall I thought you meant in New Japan I thought oh, you meant... oh okay oh no no oh my god oh my no. god they're like top I don't fifteen I had them in my top ten top fifteen <laughs> we agreed we did all we did on an old show we sat there I, we named, I remember we did take like, break I didn't even, Alex I didn't even have them in my top fifteen wow like, no we I, sat there we named like what was like fifteen tag teams but, that are all better than them. Yeah, we Before. did, and that's the thing. If I like, if there's a top list, I'd probably have them maybe nineteenth or twentieth, maybe, maybe. Mm. Seriously, what like, you guys? It's not even guys like I mean, so many are way better than them. I mean, the Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks, the Briscoes, the 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 New Day, the the Usos. There's a billion tag teams that are better than them that are just way better than they are. I mean, look, listen, it, it, it is um. Is um, oh my God, what's their names again? Um, yeah, I was blanking out a lot too, Josh. No, <laughs> what's the names? What are their names? Oh my God, I'm forgetting names too tonight. We're in all GOD. no in God. Oh, Tama Tanga Tangaloa. Yeah, so 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 Tangaloa was kind of like the follower. Like Tama Tanga does all the talking, but like they don't do anything that's memorable. Like they, 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 they really don't. And new Japan hasn't even once developed their tag team division in the last X amount of years. I mean, GOD wins every freaking year because <laughs> they're so goddamn popular, but bullet club, they don't have anything else. They don't like dangerous. Te- you're telling me dangerous techers in the United States is going to be popular. With I, Sabre love and- I love them. I, no, I, no, no, no. I, I don't gosh, mind them. Gosh. I don't mind them. But are they popular? No. But like, are they a popular tag team? Well, may kinda, yeah. No, kinda. they're not. No. 
And I don't even like what's his name. I like Saber. What's the tag team's name again? What's his partner's name? Uh, uh, or Hai Chi. Yeah, this, the singing guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the Holy Emperor. I can't him. It's I the Holy Emperor. I think he's overrated. I mean, it's just, I mean, to, to me, I mean, it's just, you know, but I like Josh. One, one more quick question about Wrestle Kingdom. What yeah, did you really guys think we about them? What did you guys think about them adding Shibata to the card? Awesome. I wish it was a regular. I mean, it was what I I I, I wanted to see him more regular matches. Like I want to see he'll him get there. Compete. He'll get there. He'll, yeah, he, he will. will get there. They're building him up again. He's back. Um, very much smart. He's going to add a huge element to that roster. That is so basically that 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 roster needs a shot in the arm right now. He's mm-hmm. the guy that I think can add that shot in the arm. They desperately need that because New Japan. With the way AEW is running momentum and, and well, all this and, well. and, and all this stuff, they they need the momentum again. They have they've lost. Yeah, they really do. And dumb on access again, by the way, dumb on access. Genius that they did that contract. Yeah. that they did that negotiation with them to put them out there. And Roku, man, they need, need that. On they need they need to be on US TV. They need to be there to get back to. They that need popular. to be on a bigger TV uh, network than access, though. So. I agree with you, but you know what? It's a start because let's be real. When they were on Axis, they were still very popular. Yeah. Bowling Club shirts were still selling in. Um, what about Spike? Yes, Lyle. We're getting to the finisher. All right. Let's get to the freaking finisher. Go, Lyle. Yesterday, I was getting something framed, and um, I had a little oh, bit of a wait period. I went down the block to Wrestling Universe. This was in uh, Comac. And I bought a picture. Oh, how I went back, by the way? That's good. And I, I, went back down, and I went back down the road and got the picture I bought framed. And it came out beautifully. And I just want to show it off. A Bret Hart autograph, huh? Can you even like see it? Wow! Really well? I don't I can see you it. Can. Oh God! It's starting like I can see it. That's amazing. That's wow. awesome. So I have not been to the Wrestle Universe store. I've been to the original one in Queens. I have not been to the one in Comex. Eh, it looks terrible on this my stupid camera, but it's not. It's beautiful. It came out really well. Uh, Alex, what are your th- what are your what's your finishing move? My finisher is my friend. Uh, Daniel Max Shaw is running an event. He's the promoter for Pro Wrestling Action and the ring announcer. He is having an event, I, I guess think, on know. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, January 9th is Renegades I'm of the know. Ring. He's got a he's yeah. got a massive, massive uh card for this event. So if you love local wrestling in Florida or anywhere else, please check that out. I think. I think they stream on Fight TV. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask uh, Dan about that. They have a Facebook page, Pro Wrestling Action. Just type that in the search and uh, see all that they have have available. It's great. My finishing move. Great first of all, I'm glad to be back. Um, glad to be back with everybody. It's awesome to be here again. Um, love it. My other finishing move is the Royal Rumble. And I am fascinated by Bobby and Brock. This is a match yeah. that I really, 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 really think WWE needs to take advantage of. This is a massive opportunity for them to get two. This is a guy in Bobby that can match strength for strength, toe to toe, skill for skill with Brock. Because they're both MMA fighters, same style, same size. Take advantage of the situation. Okay, this is not AJ versus Brock, where one big guy versus small guy. This is not Roman versus Brock, where it's just a spectacle. 
you legitimately have a badass against another badass in there that are very similar in stature. Take advantage of the situation. Don't screw it up. I'm telling you right now, don't screw it up. Screw it up. Well, screw it listen. up. Screw it up. And in the end, I do screw think I do think Paul's gonna turn on uh, Brock. That is what I think is going to happen. He's gonna join Roman again. This is all a ploy. Um and then I think that's how I think Brock will win the Rumble, and I think that's just what's going to end up happening. And then you're going to get Brock Roman again, and then you'll and then get Bobby Roman again, yeah. and then Brock will win. Yes, I agree. I think that's, that's why I, I don't oh, watch no, WWE. You know how stupid this is that you're going to have this gigantically long title reign just to give it back to Brock, and you're not having somebody get over from it. I mean, yeah, no, I get it. They don't I, know how to book. Well, that's the thing. Nope. I mean, Brock is money for them, but they don't know how to book. You're right. Like, look it, what AEW did with Kenny Omega. That I entire know. title reign was meant to put over Hangman. He had this giant long title reign and lost to Hangman. Look what they did. He he beat both Omega and Brian Danielson in the last month and a half. Yeah. You know, so really quick before we go, I just want to thank everybody for being back. Channel, don't forget to download our app if you have an iPhone. Type in on the Apple Store, WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store. Type in Worldwide Sports. Check us out on WorldWideSportsRadio.com. You can check out our show articles, our schedules, clips of the show. If you also want to listen to the show while you're driving, you can click on the audio feed as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, you name it, we got it. Alex, really, really, really quick. You got about 10 seconds. Plug the website for Off the Mat. So The Off the Mat website is available in our Twitter description you click on that link it'll take you to the website where you get access to our show replays show archive our show and pay-per-view schedule for the new year we have a contact page and so much more including a special guest interview page as well so please please check all that we have available check us out alex works very hard on that website Speedy, Alex, Lyle, thank you guys so much. Thanks to Jay Sean Nicole from Bodyslam.net for joining us tonight. She was a pleasure. I'm so glad to be back with the guys. Looking forward to another great show next week. Enjoy SmackDown tonight. Enjoy Rampage tonight. Enjoy all the wrestling this weekend. We'll talk to you guys next Friday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. If you're in New York, stay safe driving. If you're in Florida, well, go piss off because the weather is probably beautiful there. (laughs) Just kidding. Have a good night, everybody. Take care. Be safe with COVID going on. We'll talk to you next Friday. Have a good night. This has been Off the Man on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Kenny Omega, take it away. I must beat you at you, so stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye, and good night. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.